Hey, hey, how y'all doing? This is uh, Dennis with the Rock Podcast coming at you uh, this time. Uh, just wanted to plug in and get a quick time in with you guys and just uh, say, what's up? How y'all doing? I hope all is well with you during this season. This uh, is it's, it's Christmas Eve. Happy Christmas Eve and Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas Eve and as well as a Happy New Year. Um, just wanted to connect with you, you brothers, and uh, just really uh, bring it, bring it home. And I just kept in my spirit. I kept thinking about something. I said, "Lord, what I'm gonna name this podcast?" Because I'm just flowing right now. Uh, what I'm gonna name this podcast? And uh, God said, uh, "Name it family first. Name it family first. During this season, we're going through a lot of transitions. Uh, and I'm not talking about me as a me as a family. Me is my family. That's that's one thing. But a lot of lot of transitions are happening. And this is a season where people are really looking at themselves. They're self-examining their lives. They're looking at you know the things. And some people are dealing with you know depression and sadness and um, and dealing with you know uh, you know dealing with you know loss of their you know, loved ones. Uh, I just had um and you know in the last uh, I say in the last couple this last week I've had uh, two people that I that I knew um that i knew passed away they, they they went home to be with the lord um and so um one in particular is my auntie um aunt tina uh, she went home to be with the lord she was 88 years old and so um she lived a long life another one was uh the other young lady was young and i knew her i knew her family and um but you know just let you make you reflect on life but for, for uh but for the grieving process for people who who've lost their loved ones um, my heart goes out to you. My prayers, our thoughts are with you during this time. And then just this is the season where um, things are different. Um, we get, we're, still, we're still dealing with a pandemic. We're still dealing with, uh, you know, the, you know, uh, you know, you know, just social justice and dealing with racial, you know, racial issues and things of that nature. And, um, and just and then cultural issues and dealing with spiritual issues. Um, but I just wanted to bring some bring bring it on home into, you know, us putting our family first. We need to embrace our family like never before. This is a time we need to really spend time with our families, really embrace those whom we love and not take each other for granted. Um, I know I got I got kids. I got a wife and, um, and, and you know, during the season, I'm really going to embrace them because, you know, a family is a gift from God, gift from God. The Bible says in James 117, it said every good and perfect gift comes from above from the father of heavenly lights. And so every good and perfect gift comes from your family. So come come from above from God. And so your marriage, your wife, your 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 husband or your husband is a um is a is a um, your marriage is a is a gift from god whether you're you're married to your wife married to your wife or married a wife married to the husband um between that one man and that one woman that's a gift from god and then they, you have children um involved that they, and as much as your kids get on your nerves and irritate you ultimately they are a gift from god um they are the harvest in between the two uh, people that that love each other and um and come together and they have kids that's the harvest that you have and you see them grow and you see them you see children go through their 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 changes and go through their their uh their changes and transitions and so you you there to walk them through it sometimes they got to walk through it by themselves but you're always there to be their support even when they're grown and they leave the house um you still have to be a support for your kids because uh, they're going to come back home they're gonna come back home, and I, we never. And, I, and, and another thing is another addition that we have to our household. We have a dog. His name is Rocky. We have a golden doodle named Rocky. He's three months old, and so he's an addition to uh, to our household. So you know that one that one dog or that one pet. It changed. They changed the whole atmosphere of your household. They add to the to the to the household, and they uh, they they refresh the household. So um, you know we we welcome Rocky. 
uh, Rocky to the household. He's been he's a black golden doodle. He's just so beautiful. That that beautiful black coat and he just beautiful. He's all black. He's just so beautiful. You know, he's so he's like a like a stuffed animal. I love just picking him up and, and messing with him. But um, I just wanted to get on here and just just not gonna be here before you long. I just wanted to touch on you know about you know family first. But I want to talk about the centerpiece of our families. Our family. His name is Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's talk. Let's go to um Isaiah chapter nine verse six. Um, it says um, it says for a child will be born for us a son will be given to us the government will be on his shoulders and he will be named wonderful counselor mighty god eternal father prince of peace a lot of times we <clears throat> excuse me we, we read the scripture and um we tend to just uh kind of scave over it uh, but i'm gonna break down each part of what he is in our lives is, is uh is not only just just as this is just as men, uh, we need to have a support. We need to have that government. I mean, we 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 have the government, which is the in the natural land, natural sense. But the real government that's on a true savior shoulders is Jesus. I mean, is 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 the uh, the kingdom, the kingdom of God that's on His shoulders, and He is more than equipped to handle that. And so we're not to uh, you know shoulder the burden of or of of, of 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 the things that we need to shoulder. We need to put it on His shoulders. And the Bible says in uh, Matthew. 11 28 it says jesus says he said come all those who are heavy laden for my, my my yoke is easy and my burden is light so if he's saying that his yoke is easy and his burden is light then we need to when we go when we're when we're shouldering our family and we're lifting our families up and we're leading our family as men um you know whether you're a single father or you are a father with a wife uh you know we're we're leading our households um you know uh to the glory of god <clears throat> excuse me we're leading them with the kingdom of God. And, and, and the scripture also says um, in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things should be added unto you. So we know right there when we when we when we're when we're following God, we follow his kingdom first. We follow his way of doing things. And that's why we're following um, the what Jesus did. He's already finished it for us. And he's put the government on his shoulders. He put his way of doing things on his shoulders. He put, um, you know, the kingdom of God on his shoulders. So we just got to uh, follow what he says do. And then he showed us the rest. Now, it's a certain amount of burden and, um, that we do carry our family. But the burden that we carry is light. His, the yoke that we carry is light because he, he's taken that for us. But it says he was given to us. So he, we didn't have to work for it. We didn't have to we didn't have to shout 20 hallelujahs and, and, and get it. We didn't have to serve uh, multiple times in our church, which is a blessing. We have to serve multiple church, uh, 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 all these times in the church to prove that we love God. God simply gave us his son, you know. Uh, he simply gave us his son and he gave him to us as a gave it to give it to us as a gift. So that's what Christmas is about. Christmas is about, you know, and I know, you know, people dispute and say, well, he wasn't born during this time, or you know, we don't, you know, they talk about Christmas trees, worshiping a tree. I, you know, that's 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 debatable. Um, but at the same time, you know, we know we know uh more than likely that he was not born during this time, but it's the observation of knowing that uh, a savior was given to us as a gift. Uh, Jesus wrapped himself in human. God wrapped himself in human flesh, and He said, "Here's my son. This is this is who I am. I'm giving you a piece of me, and I'm gonna give you me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna send him. Not only did he know down the cross, but he lived among us for three and a half years. You know, lived among among the people for three and a half years, and he showed us the way of love through a human being that was anointed by God. 
and then you know he died on the cross he finished at the cross for us and he's alive right now uh, at the right hand of God and we're seated with him in heavenly places right the scripture says in Ephesians so we're seated with him in heavenly places so we we're with him in spirit you know all the spiritual blessings are with him in heavenly places so guess what as a result of that you know we can walk in victory we can walk uh knowing that we have a savior that lives in us and we're seated with him in heavenly places so when god sees us he sees jesus and so um but that's the gift that he gave us not only that he did he die for our sins um and he died so uh we can go to heaven but he died to have an eternal relationship with us through his son jesus christ and he lives in us through the through the precious holy spirit whom we really love um the bible says in, in john 14 26 it says that it said but the counselor whom he will send in my name he would teach us all things he would he will bring all things to remembrance and he will teach us all things that he's told us i'm paraphrasing that but the holy ghost is our comforter he's our counselor and so so when you read the scripture right here he was given us the government was on his shoulders but he said he should be called called wonderful counselor and he we we are he's the counselor through the holy spirit that was given to us praise god and he's a mighty god i mean he's a mighty god let's 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 let let let's let that sit for a second he's a mighty mighty god right He's a mighty guy. He's not just a guy. He's a mighty guy. That means he's mighty in everything. He's mighty in every area of your life. So you may be lacking something right now. You may be going through a, a hard time, man. But God is mighty and he's able to bring you through that situation victorious. Because why? He already finished it for us at the cross. So if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, just ask him in your heart, according to Romans 10, 9. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he is Lord, then you shall be saved. And so he just made it that simple. You know, so you can get saved. And so when you when you allow him in your heart, you know, it may it may not be instantaneous. You have to grow into it. You have to grow into the into a relationship with God. And that means reading your word. I mean, reading your Bible. That means prayer. It means connecting yourself to a great ministry that can teach you the word. A good Bible, God, a good Bible, Bible teaching church that can church that can teach you the word of God. OK, then he said he's the eternal father. That means he's your father eternally. He's always going to be there for us. He's never going to leave us nor forsake us. He's never going to, um, you know, leave us alone. Um, Isaiah 41 says he he will never leave nor forsake us. He's always there holding us with his righteous right hand. He's always going to be there for us no matter what. It may not feel like he's there. Just like, just like, um, it's a song by Sanak, me, uh, uh, by Sanak. The song is called Waymaker. And so he's a waymaker, miracle worker, uh, promise keeper, light in the darkness, that that's that's who you are and then and then she says it, it, even when i don't feel that you're working even when i don't see that you're working you never stop working you never never stop working god never stops working he's eternal that's the that's that's it let's let that sit for a minute he's an eternal father you know you you got fathers in the world and you might have you might have you might have dealt with a situation where you you're dealing with an absentee father father that want to that don't want to take responsibility they leave the household and um and they leave you and you're fatherless we got so much so many uh we have a we have a, a, a fatherless uh epidemic or a pandemic that we are that we dealt with i know my father he was there but he, he was he wasn't there in my life when i really needed him but you know but before he went home to be with happy to heaven we had we our relationship got really really tight i said the last 10 years of his life we got really close but you may be dealing with a situation you might not even know your dad you may not need who know who he is but you have an eternal father that will never leave you nor forsake you i'm telling you he will never leave nor forsake you don't be mad at god embrace god he wants you he loves you the scripture says he loves us with an everlasting love praise god and and, and um and so in romans 8 8 15 let me read that scripture romans 8 15 i'm just i'm just kind of flowing here 
Romans 8 15 it reads it reads here it says it says uh for you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear instead you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out abba father so guess what when you cry out to abba father the spirit of adoption us is us receiving jesus christ and we're adopted into the family of god we're translated into into the into the kingdom of god when we when we uh when we when we receive jesus christ as our, as our lord and savior so you may feel lonely brother but god is there with you he's there with you eternally right so i'm gonna finish reading scripture so um I, i'm gonna go back to isaiah that's the foundation text right isaiah uh 9 verse 6 and it says he's a prince of peace you know that word peace uh it it, it often it oftentimes means shalom nothing missing nothing broken shalom nothing missing nothing broken so i'm here to tell you that god would never leave you he never forsake you and he's there and he's there to also give you bring you peace he, he's there to give you a peace that passes all understanding that will guard your mind and heart through christ jesus and that peace it, it holds you in the midst of your storms in the midst of your situation and in the midst of keeping your family together leading your family leading yourself a man must, must first learn how to lead himself first when he learns how to lead himself first in the lord then he can lead a family you know and so I know I laid a, I laid a major foundation on on um, what we talked about, but I just wanted to definitely uh, talk about, uh, you know, to talk, talk about how eternally blessed we are by leading our families. And I just want us to always keep in perspective that family comes first. Family comes first. Family comes first. I'm saying that for a reason, because family comes first. You know, um, I had to learn that truth every time I find myself getting off track. Um, I have to always remind myself that my family is my first ministry. We, we want to do a, a lot of great things on our job. We want to do a lot of great things in, on our, in our family. But we always got to remember that um, that family is first. You know, you, you treat your wife with the, with the utmost respect. You love her. You honor her. During this season, embrace your family, man. Embrace, embrace uh, who Jesus did and what he's about. Um, and, and make that the... the, the um, the the center the center point of your, of your household i know what we do is before we open up a gift we do communion um we do, do a piece of bread we do do some do some juice and we give homage to god we give him honor because we know that he sent jesus to die as the ultimate gift he gave us the gift in his son jesus christ but you know he gave us the gift um the, the gift of salvation through his son jesus christ you know through our big brother and so the first thing we do before we open the gift we we honor we give honor to god for what he's done and, and what he what he did through his son but also what we do is we read scripture like the scripture i just read Isaiah uh, 9 and 6 we want we don't want uh christmas to be a commercial um you know uh holiday and so that's what make that's what make christmas so unattractive at times because some people put so many they get in debt to try to buy a gift that you're gonna you know you're not gonna use but the next year or you know they try to get in debt to try to uh just to buy the best gifts or they put themselves in you know empty out their bank account so they can uh you know buy it buy, buy all these gifts and everything but the center point and the foundation and the and, and the reason why we celebrate christmas is because the ultimate gift was sent to us um to to to, to save us from hell to save us from you know from, from our sins to save us from ourselves and he's alive right now and he lives with us but we are we see the way we see the way him in heavenly places so because Christmas has, has has become commercialized, it has become some somewhat of a commercialized commercialized holiday. But you know, us as a church, us as, as the capital C church, uh, we have to 
uh, put everything in perspective and, and realize, look, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. I know that I know that sounds cheesy, but he is the reason for this season. Um, and, then we, and, you know, and like I said, it's debatable as to when he was born. Uh, it's just an observation to know that he that um, that 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 young, that young baby was sent um to 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 live in a manger and, and it, it wasn't a, it wasn't it wasn't by choice uh it was by, because there was enough no it wasn't enough room in the inn and the only thing that the uh, innkeeper had uh was the was the uh was the barn or, or, or the, um, the stable for our savior to be born but um just a humble beginning uh, humble beginning for our lord and savior to be born um in a stable with horses and, and then I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was stinking in there and things like that but he was born there um he came in, in the form of a servant i was just talking to one of my little brothers last night um and we was talking about you know service you know serving in the kingdom of god uh we talked about serving we talked about you know the real the real heart of a servant and we talked about you know uh, some a lot of times what we do we misconstrue what the scripture says about about uh you know the church and, and everything and we have we have our we have our pastors and people that's in leadership um in the church and and so uh you know we we a lot of times we don't follow the, the example of jesus um in servitude um jesus was the ultimate servant he served um and i ain't, i'm not talking about just in performance and doing duties in the church i'm talking about he had a heart to serve he came with the heart to serve people not to get something from people but to get something to people he did it to to serve people and to bless them and so um so it, it it just it just behooves me sometimes that people take that and they take it and they say well you know um you know i'm i'm here to be served i'm the pastor i'm the, i'm in leadership i'm gonna look down on you that's actually the, the 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 servant the minister the pastor should be looking up to people because we're here to you know as, as servants of, of the body of christ we're here to to welcome people and, and to love on people you know what i'm saying uh, so um you know, so uh, Jesus came. The Bible says, "I'm gonna turn to the scripture. I ain't gonna just, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna just paraphrase them. But I'm actually gonna read it in Philippians chapter um, four. Let's turn there. Philippians chapter four. Actually, nope. Philippians chapter two. Sorry about that. Philippians chapter two. And this is this is this is a scripture that God had to really, really um jerk my he had to jerk the slack on my back on this one because uh just having a heart of a servant so let's read it it says <clears throat> it says adopt the same attitude as of jesus christ who existing in the form of god did not consider consider equality with god as something to be ex exploited <clears throat> watch that he says he said he he he, he 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 didn't consider himself to be equal with god as something to be exploited instead he entered himself by assuming the form of a servant he emptied himself he emptied himself of all his divine privileges y'all this gift that in, in jesus this gift of salvation jesus christ he said i'm not coming down there as a, i'm not coming down there to uh to, to present myself as a son of god i'm coming i'm coming to present myself as a servant and so he came down as a, as a servant and he said i'm gonna serve people i'm gonna heal people i'm, I'm gonna set them free from their sin I'm gonna set them free from their from themselves. I'm gonna you know cast them cast, cast you know break strongholds off of them. I'm I'm here to serve. I'm gonna wash my disciples' feet, you know. And, and he was washing disciples' feet when they was wearing sandals. So he humbled himself and he emptied himself, emptied himself of his heavenly privileges. And he said, you know what? I got, I need to do this for my people because I love them. That's that's a loving heart. Then it says, taking on the likeness of man and of humanity, the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming 
obedient to the point of death, even to the death of the cross. Now, verse nine, it says, for this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him a name that is above every name. Verse 10, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Every tongue will, will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. What did Jesus do in that moment? He humbled himself so much that he 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 humbled himself to the place where uh, that he said, you know what? I'm going to humble myself. So so not only am I going to get a promotion, but also it's going to cause others to be raised up with him, too. That's why we the Bible says we were raised up with him. You know, we, we raised up in Christ. Right. So we raised up in Christ. That means he had to pay the ultimate price. And, all, and, and say I, I'm going to raise up so uh, others can be raised up so as men as we as we lead our households we have to pay the price for our families not saying we have to be crucified like Jesus but we have to we have to lay down the foundation for our families so we can leave a, an inheritance for our children's children the scripture says um, the scripture says it's in I think in verse uh, Proverbs chapter 20 verse 7 I believe it says that um, it says that a just man walks in integrity right a just man walks in integrity, but his, his children follow after him, right? So I believe that's that's uh yep, that's um uh Proverbs 20 verse 7. It said a righteous person acts with integrity, or a righteous man acts with integrity, and his children who come after him will be happy. So guess what? We gotta leave an inheritance for our children's children. So you 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 are asking me, okay, you all over the place, Dennis. You all over the place with this thing. What I'm trying to bring home is that during this Christmas season, it brings things in perspective. It brings stuff in perspective in perspective because Jesus, he was the ultimate gift. He was the salvation. You know, Ephesians chapter two, verse eight uh, talks about um, it's, it's a salvation is a gift. It's a gift of God. Uh, it's, you know, you know, it's not of works, lest any man should boast. So I don't I don't have to work for, to get anything from God. He was a mighty counselor. He's a wonderful counselor, a mighty God. He's the eternal father, the prince of peace. And the government should be on his shoulders. So the government should be on his shoulders. Guess who I'm gonna follow? I'm gonna follow the kingdom of God and find out what God how I should align my household with the kingdom. I need to align my heart and my 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 mind with the kingdom, and I need to do things the kingdom way so my so my kids what can when I walk in integrity of the kingdom of God, they they follow after that, you know, and that's leaving an inheritance. It, it's more than just leaving money and and, and and houses. It's leaving a spiritual and spiritual legacy behind your kids, so they can know how Jesus did. Jesus did it. He led by example. And so during this Christmas, this Christmas season, take this time to reflect, brothers, on your role in your household. And that's to be a servant to your family, uh, to be to be someone who sacrificed for your family. Someone who, you know, um, I think I read a book a long time ago called called um, I think I'm, I'm paraphrasing the book, but it's, it's, it's a book. It's called, I think, uh, eat uh, about eating last or uh, something like that. Leaders eat last. I think I, I'm paraphrasing it. But the gist of the book is like. I put I put my leaders I put people who I lead before me so they can get blessed and I take I I'll get my reward afterward so that means that you know and I, and I did this and I'm try, I'm not trying to be perfect when my wife used to used to used to fix all of, we'd go to an event and um, I never felt right eating first. I never right. I never felt right felt right eating first. I had to fix all my family while my wife was fixing fixing all the kids' plates. I fixed her plate and so. I didn't feel right getting my place sitting down and eating and my wife is you know struggling over here trying to feed the kids i said you know what let me fix your plate let me help over here and then once you all are taken care of i eat last 
that's just a heart, a servant's heart. And I had to work to get that way. And I'm still working to get that way. But um, like I said, being during the season, you know, uh, think about really, really embracing your households. Really, really think about embracing your wife or your kids, spending time with your kids. Really take the time to really find out what God wants you to do in your household and how he wants you to, wants you to serve your church, your community. But always keep your family first. Don't let nothing and okay, it doesn't matter what people say or do. Don't let people, uh, but don't let people put you in a box and say it has to be this way. You gotta, you know, you gotta serve at the local church or you gotta serve in this at this event. If your house is in shambles, I mean spiritually, and you're not leading your household, then all those things you do on the outside don't mean nothing. You're taking care of the people on the outside, but the, the Bible says judgment first start in the, in the house of God. Now, the house of God is, your, is the church, this capital C church, but the judgment starts actually at home before you go out to four, four corners of your house. If I can't get this right with my kids, if I can't get, I'm telling you, this is the hardest thing I've had to do. Other, the other things is, is it fl- flowing to it, but raising kids are tough. It's tough in these times. And I need a Holy Spirit. I need his anointing. I need a partnership with my wife. In, in, in the, I need the power of God, the power of agreement. And I need walking on a lot of love with my kids in order to get to where they need to be. So so we you, we have to realize, praise God, that that we need Jesus. And so embrace your household, align your house, put your family first. When you put your family first, everything else will fall in place don't don't put your job first don't put your money first don't put the video game first don't put you know you put put your family first if you're single if you're a single man put your son your daughter put them first you know what I'm saying work out the co-parenting team the, po- the co-parenting thing with your wife or you know work that out with your wife and do what you got to do even if the wife is cutting up as long as your heart is to spend time with your kids and to do right by your kids god will honor that as if you put your family first okay Put your family first. Put them. Put them as a forefront of your house and, and everything. Because I'm telling you, my family. I'll give my right arm for my family. I'll give my life for my family, just like Jesus gave His life for us. The Bible says, you know, you, you know, He gave His life for us, and, and and He and He, you know, He gave His wife. He gave His life for us, and so by Him giving His life for us, He put that same attitude in us to put our families first. But to put put them first before anything and everything, you'll find out you everything else will work and that's first that and that's and, and again that's kingdom thinking and the, and the bible says in, in luke 6 seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all things will be added when you keep that mentality of a kingdom first mentality and part of your kingdom principle part of your part of your kingdom uh assignment is putting your family first it's not it's not it's not running a church it's not being a pastor of a church it's not running an organization it's not running a, a non-profit organization it's not on, 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 on uh, running a network it's putting your family first god holds your accountable man to take care of your family at the high at a high level and 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 and, and just taking this time to realize the, the true gifts playstation 5 is not a, it's not the true gift a new car is not the true gift. A new suit, new socks, new shoes, new clothes. That's not the true gift. The true gift is Jesus Christ. And it was given to us freely. We had to pay for it. We just got to receive it. We had to work for it. We just got to receive it. And what God does, what he does is he blesses us with with uh, with, 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 a, with a marriage. He blesses us with, with children. He blesses us with good health. He blesses us with extended family and things of that nature. But ultimately, the core of who you are is your family. Let me let that sink in for a minute. The core of who you are is your family. I had to learn that truth. And I'm still learning it. The core of who you are is your family. So remember, 
that Jesus is the reason for the season and the core who you are. He gave us families to lead and to feed. We are pastors of our family. We are, we're the priests of our households. I'm here to cover my wife, cover my kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm the bishop of my household. You know, um, I'm not Jesus the priest, but I'm uh, he. I am a priest. He assigned me as a priest in this household to, to, to the Bible because the Bible, the Bible says, and I'm gonna hit this last scripture, first, uh, um, first Corinthians chapter eleven. This last scripture, I'm gonna for for time's sake, I'm gonna wrap this up, y'all. So, first Corinthians eleven three it says, but I want you to know that Christ is the head of every man. Boom, there it is. Christ is the head of every man. The head of the man is the one. The head, the 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 man is the head of the woman. And guess what? Even Jesus got a head, and God is the head of Christ. Let me say that again. It says, first, uh, uh, first Corinthians chapter eleven, verse three. But I want you to know that Christ is the head of every man. The man is the head of the woman, and God is the head of Christ. That's the alignment that you have to follow. So she followed me as I follow Christ. That's the alignment. Man, if you're if you're allowing your wife to, to lead you and be your head, you are out of alignment. You are out of joint. You are dislocated. You're dislocated. You're dislocated bone that needs to be put back in alignment. That's not it's not gonna flow right because God's original design is for the men for men to run their households, to lead their households. For he don't for him to be the head of his household. So I want you to remember that. You, you, as, she, as you follow Christ, she will leave behind you. She'll protect. She'll be your rib, and she will, you know, be there to protect your most vital organs. But as you follow Christ, she will lead you, and guess what? Everything else will leave behind you. Amen. So enjoy the Christmas season. Have a good time, brothers, and um, you know, just enjoy a lot of a lot of time with your family because Jesus is the reason for the season. He is the true gift for Christmas. And I want to say again, Merry Christmas from me, uh, uh, you know, Dennis, being you know, listening to my podcast and supporting me. But this again, this is Dennis. Uh, this is the Rob Podcast with Dennis Crawford. You have a blessed day and Happy New Year to you. Be blessed.